Welcome everybody to your Start favorite the show day. right goddamn now. <laughs> I am Anthony Irwin. Enough of the podcast before the podcast. You're wrong. Start the show now. <laughs> All right, we're coming in hot because uh, the first topic that we have here. I'm Anthony Irwin, by the way. Are we recording? That's Aaron. Yes, we're we're recording. We're recording. I promise. The the lights are on. Uh, Nobody's home, but the lights are on. Uh, (laughs) Auburn has not decided to show up. I'm I'm like scouting. Never mind. Auburn has not decided to show up in the the SEC tournament. But go ahead. Start the show. Let's go. So, all right. We have a lot to get to today here on The Hook. No, we don't. It's going to be an hour of me roasting you. (laughs) Well, not that different. So... Um, we have, we have two big games from last night to talk about, um, that both were fascinating games, I thought, and interesting in what they might say about both teams moving forward, all four teams moving forward. Um, we have a story time to get to here, uh, with story times to get to (laughs) with, with Aaron. Um, I would imagine on the other side of the spectrum, the, from the conversation that has been going on regarding uh, Jerry West. But we start with days of the week and and how we label days of the week. No, how you for planning. label days of the week. <laughs> All right. So here's the deal. I'm going to be on vacation a week from yesterday. So next Thursday and Friday, I am going to be out of town. Right. As a result, we have heard you guys asking for it. We've heard you guys, and, and by the way, this is something we've wanted to do also, but uh, we have heard you guys asking for it. We are going to do a triangle podcast with Aaron and Harrison and myself on Monday to I mean, make to up be, for- To be fair, Phil Jackson was in the building in the last game, so the triangle is yeah, appropriate. It works out. Uh, so that's going to make up for Thursday, Friday. I might also have another guest earlier in the week, and then we'll we'll- switch around the pods to make sure that you guys are, are well sufficed over the course of the week. But that's the plan uh, for next week and for on Monday. I reached out to Aaron and Harrison on Monday. And I said, hey, guys, here's I'm reading it verbatim. I mm-hmm. said, hey, guys. So this so is in to be to to paint the picture. This is in Wednesday. Our, our, this is in our Slack. This is in our, our silver screen and roll group Slack. Yeah. So I said on Wednesday, March 9th. I mm-hmm. sent to you guys at 3.11 p.m. Mm-hmm. Hey One guys. eleven for me, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, so I'm going to be out of town next Thursday and Friday. Is it okay if we do a trifecta pod on Monday? Mm-hmm. And Aaron, you say, I have no idea what any of this means, but I'm with whatever. I'll make it work. Um, I said, means the three of us will pod at the same time. People have been asking for it. Harrison, the triangle exclamation point. Me, exactly. You, sure. Me, we can even have a cocktail. I'll be looking ahead to Vegas anyway, LOL. Just remind me from you, I tend to, never mind, and I said same. All right. You have no idea. You have no idea how a calendar works. Yesterday. This is one day later. Yeah. Because I listened to the feed, by the way. Uh Uh-huh. One day later, I say, or you say, just listen to y'all show thinking we, uh, we we're not doing the hook tomorrow, but we are, it appears. Um, for Anthony, you're out of town next weekend. My Slack thing is, is at Reddit's favorite because, uh, it's just true. Yeah. Uh, so, so we're going, we're going to do the triangle this coming Monday to replace, or is it the following Monday after you get back? And I said, so I'm out next Thursday, Friday, triangle Monday, meaning this coming Monday. 
And no, well, hold on. Meaning, no, you didn't say that. You're adding that in. All right. Well, that's what I'm. All right. All right. Well, well sorry. Harrison, you're poisoning the waters already. Harrison asks this this Monday or a week from Monday, and you say, "God yeah, damn no, it, read Anthony, what I say. No, read In what four I say. days or in eleven days? <laughs> no, read. No, read the whole thing. Read what I say. I know you said it. God damn it, Anthony! In four days or eleven days, I have debauchery to plan and women to avoid. I say right. a triangle this Monday, and I'm out a week from today and tomorrow. Why you ain't say that to begin with? I said ne- no, <laughs> next you don't know how, you don't know how Thursday and Friday. What am I missing here? So when, when to you, if somebody says next Thursday and Friday, you mean you take that to mean the literal next Thursday and Friday that you're yes. going to see? Well, yes. What are you talking? Yes. But all right. So if somebody says on Thursday or on Friday, that also, just doesn't mean anything to also you. Also the one that is coming up. What? You're wrong. You're, you're wrong about that. Huh? No, you're wrong. About you're wrong. I wish we were doing this live because I guarantee you, you're the you and Harrison are the people who are getting roasted. Wait, okay, next hold on, wait, wait, hold on. Hold means on. there's one, and then the next one after okay, that. If I may, no, but that <laughs> isn't the next Thursday and Friday. The next Thursday and Friday, uh-huh. you could have said a week from the uh-huh. next Thursday and Friday is the one that comes up next. I, I now, mean, all right, fine. I could have said no, I could have said a week from Thursday. Fine, I could have yes. said that. Normally, though, yeah, next implies that there is one okay. before it. Fair. Fine. If you want to go with that, if you want to keep digging and bury yourself, <laughs> fine. However, look, I'm not particularly like I'm not a reasonable and uh-huh. I am not a schedules don't mean a lot to me because, as I said, I, I said I have some debauchery <laughs> to plan and some women to avoid. So yeah. to be fair. Hi, Aaron's mom. <laughs> And I love you. Oh God, Mama, I love you. And she will listen to this too. And she will she will call me immediately. Yeah, because she's um, gonna call you because you don't know how a calendar works. You don't know how a calendar works. <laughs> Look, to be now, to be fair, Harrison uh-huh. is like a mild mannered, very straightforward. He's like Clark Kent, but there's no Superman. Right. <laughs> if he and I both and he and I are like on opposite ends of the this spectrum. Yeah. But if he and I both misunderstood you, who is the common denominator here? Surely it is the kids who are wrong. Yes, it is both Harrison and I that misunderstood, <laughs> and it was not your lack of well, effective communication. And so here's, here's what I will always say. Here's uh-huh. what I always say. Communication is based on the recipient. Uh-huh. If the recipient of said communication doesn't understand, that is on whoever is the communicator. Well, most recipients know how calendars work. Is the thing? Yeah, Aaron. not you and... apparently. <laughs> and what? Wait, what are you drinking? Uh, well, well, hold on. So I, we'll get to that too. So what really, really set you off is I told you, hey, try to be in Vegas next weekend, or in two weekends right so that, no that, this, no that is not what you said we have income no we have a weekend starting it depends on what you guys if you call friday part of the weekend fine but we have a saturday sunday tomorrow and then next saturday and sunday i'm going to be in vegas and again you were you it oh, threw you off yeah no i was serious <laughs> i was serious. and again i'm just sitting here Which saying weekend? i'm going to be next weekend not this one coming up that Next is not what weekend. you said. That is not what you said. Because if you had said 
uh, I'm going this week. This weekend is yeah. now. Yes. The following weekend is the following weekend. And that is actually when you're going to Vegas. Yeah. Which is not what you said. I was furious. <laughs> and I'm still furious. All right. I need you I'm guys take, to I'm help taking, us out I'm with this. The, I'm taking this. This uh, I don't have AirPods in. I'm taking I'm taking these wired headphones out that are attached to this microphone. I, I'm furious. You so, don't know how a calendar works. Normally, but, no, but normally, I, Monday, I, normally, like I will understand where people are coming on the other side of a debate, but I don't hear. On Monday, yeah. The upshot of this is on Monday, you and I and Harrison, and Harrison. are going to get me fired. <laughs> so so be prepared. Yeah, good luck, everybody, uh, getting through that one if you're at work without laughing out loud. Um, yes, I am, Aaron, drinking wine at 12.30 on a Friday. This is You can't drink wine this early. I don't know why. You, you always have an issue with me drinking wine. No, wine is great. Love wine. Wine drunk is the best drunk. But drinking wine at 12, what is it, like 12.29 for you right now. Drinking wine at 12.30? Mm -hmm. No. No. You may as well commit to it. You may as well, you may as well commit to the, to the whole thing. If you're going to be drinking at 12.30, it's not wine. <laughs> and here's... And here, so, okay. So, and you know, it, what it reminds me of. So, I think, I think uh, all the Hook listeners know this about me. I worked for the Portland Trailblazers for, mm -hmm. what, like nine years. And we had a a postseason part, well, like an end of season party, and uh, it was at a place that no longer exists in in Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon also is a terrible place. I apologize if you live there, but Portland's a terrible place. Mm -hmm. Loved working for the Blazers, hated the city. So we have a end of season party. It's in between. This is probably. I want to say this is like in 2008, 2009, somewhere in there. And um, we have a, a party to, to like celebrate the season that was mm -hmm. before the playoffs start. So all the guys are there. Um, agency, go ahead and go ahead and pay your, pay your rent. It was, it was 25 grand a month for the, for them but it's a club but go ahead and pay rent across from pg i don't know what it's called now but across from pg park where the padres triple a team played and then i think the uh the portland timbers the mls team took it over mm -hmm. across the street from that there was a a club that we used to go to it was a sports bar during the day and it turned into a club at night so we used to hang out there and so after the season's over we go there and um Everybody's drinking. It's in between the last game of the regular season and the playoffs. So everybody's drinking, hanging out. And um, Rudy Fernandez, who was actually a disaster in the dunk contest, mm -hmm. a Spanish national, played on the Spanish national team, played for the Blazers for a while. I think the Blazers were the only team he played for in the NBA. So he's there, and I go up to him. All Everybody was there. The entire team is there. Most of the front office people are there. It was it was a good time, and I go, Rudy, what the fuck are you doing? And he goes, Aaron, wh what do you mean? I go, Rudy, what the fuck are you drinking? Mm -hmm. And he goes, he holds up a glass and he goes, red wine, of course. Yeah. And I go, oh. Rudy. I mean, look, he's 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 from Spain. They do it a little different over there. He's Europe. He's very European. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Shout out Sergio Rodriguez, who was also on the team at the time, I think. That was a good-ass yeah. Spanish national team. One of my favorite yeah, 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 teams of yeah, all time. Yeah, the was Gasol brothers, against... Rudy, yeah. Sergio. Yeah, they had some guys. And I go, what the fuck are you drinking? I think Serge Ibaka played on that team one year? Uh, Serge did play for the Spanish national team, yes. Yeah. I go, what the fuck are you drinking? He goes, red wine, of course. Mm-hmm. You can't go to the club and drink red wine. That does not. No, no, you can't go to the club and drink red wine. You can't like walk up to the bar and order a glass of Merlot or a a glass of Pinot. That doesn't work. No. What if it's a good Pinot? I'm sure it's fine. Now, if you're sitting at a table, you're having a nice dinner. Sure. Order some red wine. You can't go to the club and order a glass of red wine. All right, this is boggling you my mind. You also can't at I also haven't been to a club in, in 20 years. <laughs> you cannot at 12:30 in the afternoon as you are doing right now. You can't drink a glass of red wine at 12:30 in the afternoon. It doesn't work. See, this is another one. I like All right, let me know if you guys I don't know if we're going to get Harrison on this, but <laughs> yeah. He probably has no opinion on this yeah. matter, but No. Harrison would chime in on like weed gummies if we were to like like if he was You cannot have like, a weed gummy at 2 in the afternoon. I would like to point out you said that I didn't. It's legal in California. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I ain't, but... sharing, I ain't sharing Harrison business <laughs> like that. That's, that's you. That's on you. He doesn't drink. Um, all right. So, no, I wine. So here's here's the thing. Wine, um, like if you go to brunch, if you have, if you have a nice brunch, you... Well, then you I'm bring... having champagne, which is wine. Sure, but it's not. Sure, but it's not. <laughs> it's sparkling wine. Like Wine's red right wine there. is red wine is delicious and yeah. wine drunk is the best drunk. It's sleepy. Yeah. It's like warm and cozy. I agree mm-hmm. with that. But you cannot you're not going to brunch and getting a red wine. You're getting so, champagne, mimosa, if you want to have a bloody mary, fine, tomato juice is disgusting. Yeah, fine. I'm not really All a bloody mary guy. No, All I that's fine. You're not drinking nobody drinks red wine at 12:30 other than you. <laughs> Very few people drink at 1230. Other than us. It's not not very many of us out there. Fair, good point. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, let's talk basketball. All right. I guess. I guess. Um, (laughs) So last night we saw saw the uh, Philadelphia 76ers get mollywopped by the Brooklyn Nets. Now you're doing it. Yeah, there you go. They got got by... The they Brooklyn Nets. The woodshed. It was uh, all those all those poor bastards who were booing Ben Simmons all game was the most energy uh, energy that anybody from Philadelphia showed for the entirety of that game. And by the way, good on KD for coming oh, yeah. out with all that afterwards. He KD wanted all the smoke afterwards. Yeah, talking shit to the Philly fans like basically y'all didn't have nothing to say to Ben because you were getting your asses kicked. Yeah, I love to KD. I look good, I, good teammate in this case. Um, I <laughs> says the Warriors fan in, in this. You know what? <laughs> Shout out to KD for being a good teammate. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> don't think you're gonna slide that one by me, Aaron. So the next one, the the the, the part of that game, uh, part of the discourse on it. So it was funny. I was uh, hanging out. I, I was cooking dinner last night. Um, What'd you make? And, we did some brats. We did so it was a nice evening, so we did some brats uh, outside. Yeah. Some, some fancy peppers. with it. <laughs> fancy huh? with it. You're fancy <laughs> with it. Yeah, cooking brats on the grill. Yeah, good. All it right. was good with red wine. By the way, yeah. it was good. Is it, it's good. Is it still 20 degrees where you live? Last night it was like 
60. It was a beautiful evening. Oh, that's okay. Outside. All right. Yeah. Sorry. So we'll that's why, like, it was like barbecue weather. So yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Um, so I was, I was kind of going back and forth and I was checking Twitter while I was on there and Twitter was blowing up. Oh my God, this is amazing. Oh my God. I love this. These teams hate each other. This is fantastic. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm like, oh man, it must be close. And I turn on the game and it's like a 25 point game. Not close. (laughs) Yeah. As it turns out. Yeah. It just, so I think, I think people just legitimately enjoy watching James Harden lose. I think that's, that's a big part of it is, is, and I think it's, I think it's more, not specifically people enjoy i mean people do you're you're not wrong people do and watch do enjoy watching james harden lose mm-hmm. but i think people more specifically enjoy watching james harden melt yeah melt down and i sent out a it was crap I and mean, that wasn't crass but it was like low-hanging fruit joke on twitter mm-hmm. that somebody must have told james harden this was a playoff game because yeah. Well, I mean, it looked like playoff James Harden. He yeah. melted and he like quit basically, right. but it looked like a playoff game for James Harden. Well, I think we have enough data on this that like if he isn't getting calls, he does melt down. Like he doesn't know how to handle it. He just keeps throwing himself at people and and hoping that he winds up getting a call. And um you know, I thought we saw that last night. We've seen it play, plenty in the playoffs. We saw it at the beginning of the season. Um, when, you know, he looked really bad to open up the season when they were really focusing on, on not calling the, 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 the twerking yeah, for the, calls. The like, change, yeah, yeah like we've, we've seen it now plenty. If he isn't getting calls, like he becomes a completely different player. And I think that's the part that people enjoy the most is watching him, you know, break down mentally because he's not used to not getting those calls. And by the way, he should be used to it in those big games because in those big games, this is exactly what we talked yeah, about a couple weeks exactly ago. It. Yeah, that's exactly it. In those big games, those calls go away. And that's why, like, when I, I think it's oversimplified when people are like, oh, he's not clutch, he's not this, he's that. No, what it is is he's used to playing a certain way for the vast majority of his games because you play more regular season games that don't matter than you play playoff games that do. And he's used to playing a certain way. And then when that, when his, you know, favorite tool gets taken away. He's sitting there trying to, you know, hammer things in with a screwdriver and it's just, it just doesn't, it doesn't look right. And, and, and I think last night was, was another example of that. Um, and, and yeah, I I think you're absolutely right, Aaron. I'm glad that KD called out Philly fans for that. I'm glad that there was a couple times when, when Kyrie and and Harden kind of went face to face a little bit and, and Kyrie kind of took it upon himself to guard Harden last night. Um, I, I, I enjoyed a lot of, of the way that Brooklyn handled themselves in that one, because like, there's nothing worse to, to me than like, like, this is me showing my age here, but I really enjoy teams that hate each other or players that hate each other. I, yes, I agree. And, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And, and I, I thought last night, you know, there was no, there was no kind of PC. Oh, it's just another game, whatever. No. KD was coming for his throat. Kyrie was coming for his throat. And I thought I thought it was great that they did so from the start of the game to the very end of it. And after the game, he was still taking his shots on him. Yeah, and they wanted to um, protect their brother. Their, yeah. their new brother, but their yeah. brother. Ben Simmons, I, I think it, it, I would guess it did a lot to ingratiate, you know, Ben Simmons into the Nets, whatever they've got going. 
And look, it's also easy to do when you're beating the shit out of somebody. Yeah. Right. Like that. It's easy for KD to say that when, when they're beating the shit out of them. But I, so this was, it was more of a playoff atmosphere. And I think it kind of illustrated the point of, I'm not sure this works for Philly mm. in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be a thing to watch. And it also is, you know, it, it looked like the best of Brooklyn because you can work Ben Simmons into this. Oh, and, yeah. And you don't need Ben Simmons to be like an impact offensive. Like KD and Kyrie are going to score enough for anybody. Like mm-hmm. you're not stopping them. So adding Ben Simmons into that, I think maybe seamless. Um, and I think it kind of put the league on notice. And I, I've been worried about uh, Philly's defense with Harden. Yeah. And they looked abominable. They didn't last guard night. at all. Yeah. <laughs> they just didn't guard. So I've been worried about that. And it also kind of highlighted the effect of <laughs> your favorite Andre Drummond. Um, I think he wanted to prove a point going back to Philly. And mm-hmm. I think that Seth Curry wanted to prove a point oh, yeah. going back to Philly. Seth played but great. I think it it kind of puts the league on notice, like because they are probably going to end up as the eight seed, as the nine seed, um, in the plan that we've kind of forgotten about Brooklyn because of what a wild season they've had with mm-hmm. with Kyrie in and out and with James quitting. And KD's and even the injury to KD, all of that. But going into the year, a lot of us, myself included, me too, thought that Brooklyn was the overwhelming favorite. And I think it kind of puts the league back on notice. Like, let's not forget about these guys. Now, they're probably they're going to have to go through the play-in game. I think they're too far gone um, to to make the six seed. I think that is that is a they're pro- they're just not going to get there. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to go through the play-in, but this is not like a standard play-in team. And I think it put the league on notice. Like, remember, remember these guys? If, uh, if, if we don't know about LeBron and AD, LeBron fine, but AD, we don't know what his health is going to look like going into the playoffs. I think it is a fair argument or a fair discussion to have that, KD and Kyrie are the most terrifying duo in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And they may be coming out of the, if, if they even make it through the plan, they'll be probably the eight seed if they even come through the plan. But I think it, it is a reminder that that duo is still completely terrifying. And I enjoyed and respect them very specifically making a point of defending their brother even though he's been there for three weeks or whatever it is yeah. like defending their brother i think they, and, they probably supported ben simmons more last night than philadelphia has supported ben simmons in a calendar year you're absolutely right but you know what it reminded me of you you mentioned um <laughs> you mentioned my affinity for the warriors mm-hmm. but what it reminded me of was kd going back to okc after mm-hmm. he signed with the warriors and how much that meant to Draymond and Steph and Clay, et cetera, that we are going to make sure that this person knows that they are part of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's only going to pay dividends for Brooklyn going forward. And 
I think everybody should be afraid of the Nets right now. Wasn't that the game that you're talking about? Was that the Russell Westbrook photography game? It was, and uh, <laughs> you and I, you and I talked about this on the uh, on the spaces on Tuesday, um, as it relates to Russ. You know, as Russ said, talking about what everybody's saying about him and making fun mm-hmm. of him and the Westbrook thing, and that's a that's a different conversation entirely. But I think it matters when, especially somebody that has been vilified as KD was in those days and as Ben has been recently when your when your brothers have you when your boys have you when your team has you I, I i think that that really matters and we often i say this all the time on here and on the spaces i think that um the human element of this is not talked about enough mm-hmm. and that matters Absolutely. right and the human element of okay these these guys got me i think really matters and you're not going to get many more uh antagonistic environments than philly <laughs> like ben simmons going back to philly it's not going to get much more worse than that and by the way i hope just for the drama i hope there is a nets uh, a, a nets sixer series sure, yeah uh, i was just looking that at sounds that sounds like a lot of fun it's tough um, because like you're talking and, about by the way i also hope we get a plan with the nets and at the raptors because then Kyrie can't play in toronto oh so that's God. like so the drama of, and we that's what it is anyway. right now right it's seven eight that's what it is right now he can't play either way correct no no i mean i just mean the plan mm-hmm. if it's if it's I know. toronto seven and nets eight he couldn't play no matter I, what so i'm kind of into that, that yeah like the drama of that and the story of that is kind of fascinating oh my to god me. um but I think I think yesterday really mattered for the Nets to kind of like show Ben Simmons you're good here. Yeah, absolutely. I I you know wouldn't surprise me if Ben afterward like thanked everybody there. Like you know that felt good. Everybody. You see Ben's fit. Ben had a, Ben had a fit on. Had them chains rocking too. Uh, on like you have you have a nice chain going right now too. And every time I, I see really chains, heavy chains, chains, like I always just chains, think about my two chains, neck. Two chains. No, oh, yeah, two chains? Yeah, two. Why they're, does they're two the chains... They're the same one. Mm-hmm. So oh, they kind of go together. Okay, but... so I thought it was one big one. I mean, it's two medium-ish size <laughs> ones. I ain't got Ben Simmons' money now. Come on. <laughs> I don't. Despite the fact that Philly took all his money, yeah. I still don't have Ben Simmons' money. The widest joke I regularly make is every time I see two chains on, he has way more than two chains. Info A bracelet. lot more. Info bracelet. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> the other game last night. Last night was great, man. I I really enjoyed it. It, it was, felt it like was a playoff good night. Yeah, it was. you know. And um, the second game in 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 that doubleheader was Golden State playing against Denver. Golden State wins one thirteen to one hundred two. Uh, Jokic looked exhausted down the stretch. Looked, it's pretty it was tough. Like fourth and uh, a fourth game in four nights. Yeah, yeah. He did he looked gassed? He looked exhausted. And you know, I I saw some dunking on. Oh, is this your MVP kind of stuff? Like, is this? And it's just like you know, context matters there. Uh, I, I I I hate when we immediately jump to that player, like the player who's playing poorly, because on the other side of it, Steph was fucking magical. Steph was Steph. <laughs> Steph Thirty four points, nine boards, nine assists, a plus eighteen on the night in the game. The 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 Warriors won by nine. Um, and and again, doing this without Draymond, just like Jokic is doing it without Jamal, 
um, and 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 all of that. But you know, I, you talk about sending messages to, to to the league and stuff like that. Last night, uh, the way that Steph was playing and the way that he was competing felt like, um, hey, you know, I'm I'm still I'm still here. There's all that conversation about like John Morant, best point guard in the league, and all this stuff, and it's like stop it. And 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 Steph was like, no, 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 I'm I'm still, I'm still that dude. Yeah, I'm still it. the guy. Yeah. I'm still the guy, you know, who uh, will you know look you all baby face in the eyes and then rip your fucking the baby heart face out. assassin. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll cut your fucking heart out. Yeah, I um, I really I, think, I really enjoyed the game last night. I th- yeah I did too. It was fun. Bo- and both why. games both games were interesting. You know mm-hmm. what. Um, both games were fun and interesting for different, for very different reasons. Um, and the warriors have gone back to, I think at the behest of Steph have gone back to, um, Steph's normal rotation. I'm playing the first, the whole first and the whole third clay ain't been great. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think part of the effect of and the the utility of and the effectiveness of playing Steph for the whole first and whole third is when he ends those quarters if he gets going and he gets on one of those curry so flurries, demoralizing. he just cuts your heart out yeah. right and nobody can do that like him it's like the opposite um, of Russ we're talking about Steph <laughs> here <laughs> we're talking about Steph <laughs> but it, it, it Steph step I see I don't think anybody is so I I've said this a lot um on this show and other shows and and maybe LeBron isn't the best player in the world anymore um he's still in discussion but maybe he isn't anymore I I tend to think that Giannis I think Jokic is probably the MVP and Giannis is probably the best player in the world but LeBron is still kind of in that conversation and has been for several years and I say that LeBron is the best player in the world. Maybe not this year, but like last year or the year before or whatever. But mm-hmm. Steph Curry is the boogeyman. And Steph Curry is the guy that terrifies other NBA players, other grown men, right? Mm-hmm. Like Steph Curry is, he's he's terrifying because he he uses what what we've all been taught how basketball works and how you guard people and what all of that muscle memory is and he uses that against you because if you do that Steph Curry destroys you and so I think no one creates more fear in other NBA players than Steph Curry and he went on one of those runs last night and it was it's like I don't care if you're a Warriors fan if you're an anybody else fan if you're an NBA fan those Steph Curry runs are unlike anything else and he in the third quarter broke the nuggets. He just, he just broke them. And to be fair, it was the four because of scheduling quirks because of COVID. It was the fourth and five yeah. nights for, for uh, Denver. And I think they have like six and eight nights or six and nine nights. Uh, they have yeah. like more games coming because they missed a bunch of games with COVID and they just ran out of gas. Um, Jokic was really good until he wasn't. And late, they just couldn't score because Jokic, Jokic was, was exhausted. Jokic was gassed, and they yeah, don't have, and they that. don't have Porter, and they don't have Murray. Jokic yeah. was just gassed. Um, 
but I, I it was also a fascinating game in a macro sense for the Warriors because it ended up becoming when this really matters. Let's give the ball to Steph and just let him like kind of, and he hasn't been, Steph has been great this year, but he hasn't been great by his standards. Um, and it was just let Steph cook and he cooked and he cooked him. Yeah. The other thing too, about, and we used to see this, I think with Kobe, like great scorers, when they go on those kinds of runs, it winds up being kind of contagious. At least mm-hmm. one other guy usually kind of sees that and goes like, oh, it's that it's it's that night. We yeah, and last last night we were Jordan Poole. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to talk. Jordan Poole, thirty four minutes plus twenty nine in the game, uh, eight of thirteen from the floor, four of seven from from three point range. The the kind of closing image that you saw from that one, Poole hits that three from from the corner. Him and Steph are going nuts on on the sideline as and he's he was going mic'd up defense. too, which was fun. Yeah, and so like I just I just saw it. You know, that's that's one of those things where with those scores that can get hot, they can go that kind of, they can really kind of transcend the game uh, and, and lift it to a, a, another, another level. If another guy is ready to kind of get up and, and get to that level also, it's over. You just, yes. you're, you're not beating those teams. No, if the war, like if Steph gets going, you lose, right? Like, Oh, what do we do to do this? And what yeah. do we do to that? Normally no, it's lose. clay. Normally no, clay like well, so offers you, throws the backbreaker there. Last that's, time it was that's pool. The thing. And Clay hasn't been right yet. Um, yeah. But that's the thing. The, the guy, the two guys that get the hottest, white hot, hottest on planet Earth are Clay and Steph. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, everybody listening to his feed, not everybody, but most of the people listening to his feed are Laker fans and saw Clay, I think it was 16 in the fourth quarter against the Lakers. Like, what are you doing against that? You lose. That's just the answer, right? You lose. Especially this year. You just... Oh, God. God. Hold on. Let me take a drink real quick. Oh, God. But to have both of those guys um, and then be able to be put in position to do that, those are the guys... Those are the two guys that get the hottest... And you know what's funny about... And and tonight, um, it's it's Washington. Kuz is one of those guys, too, that gets, like, Mm -hmm. as in... As just but he's usually the second guy. As like LeBron goes hot, nuts, and, and there then, are not a lot of guys that nobody can get as hot as Clay and Steph can. Yeah. Um, and but Kuz is one of those guys that when he gets going, it's just like forget it. But I think uh, we were talking about like it was Brooklyn showing the rest of the league and showing the world like mm, don't forget about us. I think last night. The Warriors even were able to turn the Nuggets' water off, which is what they normally do. Um, and without then there Draymond. was the Steph moment, like, mm, yeah, without Draymond. And there was a Steph moment, like, mm, be careful, I'm still that dude. Yeah, which yeah, I, I think, in a macro sense, is 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 interesting. Yeah, I would like to see a couple more matchups with some of these teams uh, when they're more healthy. Not these teams specifically, but just these these big nights. You know, the, like that's one of the bummers. Fun. Since uh, COVID has really kind of taken over the league is, is I feel like over the last few seasons, we've had more of these nights where the explanation before the game is, oh, well, this is why this player isn't available for this team. And this is why the other player isn't available for the other team. And, and, and I would like to, at some point get back to, you know, I, I think this could be this upcoming week. It could be the first time since 2019 
that Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic have matched up against each other. That's nuts. You know, I don't, I, I do not have a lot of confidence. Like, shout out to our conversation earlier. I do not have a lot of confidence with what you mean by this next week or this coming week or <laughs> this oh my right God. now. I just... <laughs> next week. Which it day starts do you on Monday. mean? It starts, the next week starts on Monday. So you're saying Denver and Philly play? I think so. I think it's that's what you're telling me. I think it's this next week. I'm gonna look it up now. Please watch watch it. Watch it not be next week. Please do. All right, we're gonna find it. Yeah, I I just uh, scrolling down. Philly on oh week from no, it is on Monday. Wait, this coming Monday? Monday, Like in three on Monday. There isn't a Monday before next Monday. So when so when we record the triangle. It will be. Can we preview? You're telling me we can preview. We can preview Nuggets, Philly, Philly, and Nuggets. Okay, yes. All right, all right. You're not very good at this, <laughs> Aaron. Aaron. Yes. All right. When I say Monday, when I say yeah. on Monday, yeah. Is there a Monday that precedes this coming Monday? No, but you say next Monday, and I don't know what that means. That, so next that indicates Monday, the following. So usually, what I'll say is like next Monday, meaning not this one, but the next one. That's normally that seems, how I'll, I'll 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 say the sentence. That seems fair. But this Monday means this coming Monday. Yeah. So this Monday, like in three days, on the Nuggets, Monday, the Nuggets this and Monday. Philly play. <laughs> and and by the way, it might be. Is it? I don't know how much of a hot take this is, but do we think this is like a a MVP referendum? Because I think, despite the fact that I think Giannis should probably be in this conversation, it seems like it's in it's down to Embiid and and Jokic so how much of a uh, MVP referendum is this on not this coming Monday but this Monday <laughs> no it is this coming Monday mm, mm, Monday <laughs> on Monday three days from now Harrison and I are, agree on this you're wrong <laughs> Uh, I, I don't like to, to, to boil it down to one game, but look, it, it's going to be a part of the, it's going to be part of the math. And, and like, if anything, I just hope it gets both those guys to, to raise up for that game. I hope both of those guys look at it that way, that more so than I care about, like the conversations that come after it. I hope both these guys actually look at that way so that we see both these guys at their most special. And by the way, refs and yeah. flops. A lot. And he shot like 48 free throws in the first half. Yeah. And yeah. I'm telling you guys, ref, right now, if you put Jokic in early foul trouble, I'm, I'm, I don't even know how I'm going to react. I'm, I'm going to be pissed because this is a special matchup and we it need, shouldn't, we need pissed. We need pissed and tinfoil hat Anthony. We need this. Look, I, I, all I'm saying is that like Embiid and Harden, there's a reason Maury likes both those guys. And, uh, it's a yeah, cheap way of playing basketball. He's with the math. It's 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 insurance fraud, but on a basketball court, and and I'm I we can't do it anymore. People should be suspended for playing that way. And there's nothing that I enjoy more in life. In life, I have in a life. daughter. Okay. Yeah, in life, have a daughter. Then watching these guys who try to score that way in big games and can't because referees realize, oh yeah, that's right. We're here to watch basketball not watch these guys shoot free throws. All right. That was my rant. Um, I, I like it. Mm -hmm. Let's, uh, let's wrap up. Though. Let's wrap up on, on story time. Okay. 
And uh, I talked about Rudy Fernandez drinking you and Rudy Fernandez drinking red wine. Rudy, get at me. Get, come on the show instead of Aaron one time, and you and I can just sit here and sip wine until in red and wine, sub-tweet. of course. Yeah, I mean, of course. <laughs> um, so the conversation this week about winning time, um, was a lot about Jerry West and the way that he was portrayed in that first episode, right? And uh, you know. A lot of it came from people who were close to Jerry West. People, a lot of it came from people who have benefited from the relationship with Jerry West. Yes. Um, and and I think that's important to point out too. There are us all kinds of characters on that show who are, um, you know, portrayed a lot more cartoonishly than they actually were. Like. I yeah, and by the way, I, I enjoyed your conversation with uh, Jeff Perlman. He's and really, thought, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So go listen I, to that if you haven't. We're working on getting the guy who's going to be playing Chick Hearn on the show. Oh. So we're, we're working okay. on it. All right. But um, so we're, so look, I don't, I, I know that uh, Dr. Buss probably wouldn't be seen in much of the same light, uh, you know, given our, the way that we 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 care more about how women are treated in 2022 than we did back in 1970 something, or in the that's 80s, hope. Um, hope. and and so that's a that's an important part of this, um, and and I hope that's something that they really kind of shine a light on is like hey you know not all this guy you know was really smart in a couple important ways but he had his blind spots and those blind spots probably held some women back so. Sure. Um, and, and, and by the way, I think they, they, uh, cartoonishly portrayed that too, right? Where he said, there are few things that make me feel better in life than sex and basketball or something like that. And I'm sorry. What can I, can I say? I agree with, <laughs> <laughs> I agree with the late Dr. Well, I, I, I don't think, I don't think basketball makes me feel the same way as, as sex. I'm just going to come out and say it. You know, I, I never mind. Go ahead. I, I enjoy basketball more and no, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? You have a child? Well, never mind. You know what I'm saying. Like, no, I'm kidding. I'm saying I'm saying I'm absolutely kidding. Um, but but no, I, I <laughs> where, where is your wife in the room? <laughs> she just left. Okay. Um, so I don't know. I just thought, I found it weird that this entire show has all of these characters who are getting played to their nth degree, and the one line that we are not willing to cross here was Jerry West, and and it just seemed odd to me and. You have some experience with Jerry West. So I want to ask you, like, kind of directly, hey, um, I'll just say, I'll ask it the same way I asked Jeff Perlman. Okay. If that was a 10 out of 10 cartoon, where on that spectrum, how close is he to 10? So in your Jeff experience. Said, yeah. So Jeff said six, six, right? Yeah. Jeff said six on, and it was in you and Harrison talking to, it was, it was a compelling, it was really good. Uh, and I'm not just Thank saying you. that to be, that guy because i won't do that um yeah i think that's probably about right six or seven um jerry west in my experience um he is difficult he cares and he knows the game and look he had a lot of success um as someone in charge of or you know, running the Lakers as far as personal decisions. And as a 
nebulous consultant. You you guys talked about nebulous roles on the Lakers, mm-hmm. but as a nebulous consultant, he's also been really successful with the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, if if what you if what we have heard is to be believed, and I don't have firsthand knowledge of this, but if we if what we've heard is to be believed, right? He was and Steve Kerr, but he was like the number one voice that basically said you will not trade Clay Thompson for, for Kevin, Kevin Love. Love. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has also been pretty successful with the Clippers, right? Like Lakers fans like making fun of the Clippers and the Clippers are not that good. But the reason the Clippers are not that good is because Paul George and Kawhi Leonard aren't playing. Yeah. Um, Had a pretty good run with Memphis too, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So Jerry West has been pretty as a, as a player, not player development, but as like a player personnel guy and somebody as a draft guy and somebody that identifies. I have him as the best executive in NBA history. Personally. I think that is, I think that's pretty fair. It's like him, Riley. That's about it. Yeah, no, I think, I think that's pretty fair. Um, So, Jerry, but in my experience with him, he's the way that he was portrayed on the show is cartoonish, right? Mm -hmm. It's over the top, but it comes from a place that is not unreasonable. Yeah. Jerry West is a red ass and um, he doesn't, to be fair, he doesn't have a great relationship with the Lakers anymore. Mm hmm. That's actually probably too kind. He doesn't have a relationship with the Lakers anymore. Yeah. Um, but I thought the show was I thought the show was really good. Um, I thought it was entertaining. But as as Jeff talked about, like that's like it can't you can't it's not a documentary. It's it's a yeah. it's a dramatization and it is purposefully entertainment, and that requires some over-the-top personalities and at least in the first episode jerry west is the most over-the-top personality my dealings with him have been kind of in line with that but yeah it's a it's like cartoonish characterization of him i thought dr bus was played pretty cartoonishly i thought he was I, i thought he was right there in terms of like peak cartoon um, with West, you know, so I, I, I have not met Dr. Bus. I have met Jerry West, but I have not met Dr. Bus. Um, I came around to the Lakers after he had passed away. So I have not met Dr. Bus, but I think you're probably right about that also. Yeah. I, um, I've I just seen, think, doc, I just think Dr. Bus, Bus like was probably turned up to like an eight and yeah. Jerry West was turned up to a 75. <laughs> do you have a Jerry West story? Like, do you have uh no i've met is no, there any not, is there any like real overlap like when you no, were at an, or, yeah no i met him i've met him a handful of times um and i think the characterization of him like you we talked about kareem right i've met kareem a bunch too uh you got not we you guy you and harrison talked about kareem with like the fuck off <laughs> like telling <laughs> telling yeah. kids on the airplane set to fuck off and telling norm nixon uh and by the way, shout out to the casting. I think the casting on the show is incredible. fantastic. I, I love the show. I'm all in. Yeah, it was really good. It was really yeah. good. Um, so I have had some dealings with with Jerry West. Um, and to be fair, he is not well liked um, inside the Lakers at this point. 
so there are no like specific i don't have any specific stories other than like what you see of jerry west on the show if you dial it back to real human is my experience with him kareem also right but i i think it's i think and you guys you and harrison touched on this and i think it's an important point like there wasn't a lot of pushback i mean look kareem wasn't really a central figure in the first episode but but um, every time we saw him he was he the was pushback on somebody like, kareem being an asshole versus jerry west being an asshole kind of interesting yeah and in my experience to be fair in my experience they're both assholes like, <laughs> well to i be think fair. i think you know, when we get to the level of uh, of uh, not criticism, but uh, competition that mm -hmm. the Lakers and professional athletes in general are at, like there are a lot of assholes in that in that when you reach that type like salespeople. Right. I, I worked in sales just like briefly selling mm -hmm. suits and stuff, and we were insanely competitive with you were, each other. You were a uh, men's warehouse. <laughs> George Zimmer. I was. I was. Right? Yeah. I was just reminded of a, of a story of uh my time at, at men's warehouse this last week and um i we have we have a little bit of time here so i'll tell it yeah, so yeah. um it's your story time so we're we're uh at this time i wasn't full i wasn't the salesperson yet I, at this time i was um i helped with sales so like i okay. i set up the table with the suit and the the different shirt and tie combinations and 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 for different settings and I taught people like how to dress this stuff and how to tie a tie in, in some cases, like that was kind of, I was just kind of off to the side, helping the sales happen. Yep. And my manager, uh, this guy named, um, Kenny, Kenny Grimble, um, who taught me a lot, by the way, like taught me a lot about how the world works. And, and if you look at the world through the eyes of a salesperson, you, you see it kind of a certain way. Um, Kenny was a person in charge of this sale. This older guy walks in, and he says, Hey guys, um, I have a funeral that I have to go to. My wife just passed away. Mm. And we go, Oh man, we're, we're so sorry. We're so sorry. And he goes, no, yeah. don't, don't be, please don't be. I've gotten plenty of that over the last, you know, few days. I don't okay. need any more of that. Um, cause his, I, he, his wife had been battling cancer for a long time. Again, this guy was like 80 something. So he was, okay. you know, so he was, you know, at that age, you know, that death is a part of life mm -hmm. and so he goes, uh, so I need a, uh, I need a suit for the funeral and I need, uh, you know, and, and I just, you know, not too expensive night looking nice. I want to, you know, respect my wife and all these things. So we get him set up and I think we did like a charcoal with like a light pinstripe. It was a really nice clean suit. Mm, okay. And, um, and so, you know, and I set him up with like the shirt combination, he's trying it on. And as he's like in the mirrors that we had there, he goes, yep. And he like kind of you you know that thing you do where you you pull the lapel down and you kind of you get yourself it all together. out yeah, yeah right get yourself together, so he yeah. he does that he like de wrinkles it and he looks in the mirror and he goes you know what guys I think this is going to be the suit that I get buried in and and none like yeah, nobody really knows dark. how to react to that pretty dark. Else, yeah okay yeah we're all always like okay all right and I go like well the good news sir is that this suit uh, is known for its longevity. <laughs> 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 What? Oh <laughs> so this guy, whole, so look, when you get embalmed, this store. will be just fine, okay? Whole store, whole store, just. And that moment, that moment of silence felt like it lasted five minutes. And this guy turns around, yeah. like from the mirror, and he turns around and he goes, Kid? I was like 18 or 19 at the time. He goes, Kid, 
and he just starts busting up laughing and he just starts laughing his ass off and like no reaction other than just a laugh and kenny uh my manager um you know he's like six 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 seven um big boy big black dude with like yeah. the boom like his voice yep was okay. the big, voice uh, of god big boy okay you know? big boy James, yeah. like he was he was not he was not like thick he was like a you know tall lanky with this booming voice and okay. he just once he sees that this guy is laughing he chimes in too and he's laughing with his big booming laugh we all have a good time and the guy like you know we finished the sale the guy walks out of the store and he like thanks me on the way is like hey man thank you very much i haven't laughed like that in the in like Aww. a week so i really appreciate that and i go you know i'm so sorry for your loss thank you very much for coming in and he goes on his way kenny turns around to me and he goes son you don't know how close you came to just getting fucking fired. <laughs> and I go, well, it was between that and I guess you're not interested in our buy one, get one sale. <laughs> Can I interest you in a pocket square? So, uh, so yeah, it's just, it's, I, I was reminded of that story. I thought, I thought it was a good one. And, uh, and it just, it really kind of paints like my outlook on life. It's like my reaction above all else is always to crack a joke, always to like do and, something. And, and, and here we are. And hence here we are <laughs> drinking wine on a Friday afternoon. And hence here we are. All right, that's going to do it here for this episode of The Hook. In this week's episodes here on the uh, Silver Screen Roll Podcast Network, I'm Anthony Irwin. Aaron Larsoul was on the other mic. Thank you guys very much for chiming in, tuning in. I want you guys to chime in on how to read a calendar and how to discuss yeah, days, please. upcoming days. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, and and we'll, we'll we'll check back in on this on Monday, Aaron. On yeah, Monday, this Monday, coming, this I will talk to Monday. you. Three days from now. All right. Got it. <laughs> Harrison and I are right.